Hey everyone, welcome back to the Reputable Revenue Podcast. If you're a remote business builder, you're in the right place. On this podcast, we explore all things it takes to create reliable, repeatable sales growth in your business. So we talk strategy, tactics, marketing, sales, leadership, and maybe most importantly, self-leadership. You'll learn from me and my experience from sales rep to CEO to now founder of a business I've built in Baja, as well as other guests and experts. You can check out RayJGreen.com for more information about me. Now, let's dive into why you're here today. Call me crazy, but I actually love New Year's resolutions. Now, I get why they get a bad rap. Around January 1st, you're going to see gym memberships, things to help you quit smoking, sales of books and meal planning systems. Like all of these self-improvement products are going to skyrocket, right? And sales are going to skyrocket. And then February, March, April, you're going to see sales slide again. And they'll go back to homeostasis where they were. But the thing is, that doesn't mean that the resolutions are a complete waste of time. It, what it means is the good intentions that are driving them need some systems, need some additional support in order to make the behavioral change actually stick, right? If you want to drive lasting change from that good intentions, then you need better support systems to make them stick. And for me, the process that I use as that support tool is a 10 question framework. And it's part of it's reflective. I'm looking back on the year and saying, all right, what's worked, what hasn't. And part of it is planning. I'm taking what I've learned and what I reflect on and saying, all right, how am I going to apply this and make sure that it, that it sticks. And that's how I set my goals. That's how I set my focus. And what we'll do is we'll dive in today and I'm just going to share that 10 question framework with you so that you can do that reflective exercise and some planning and make the goals that you're setting for this year stick. Cool. Let's dive in. All right. So like I said, I use a 10 question framework as part of my process that I go through at the end of the year to, to look at. What can I learn from this past year? What's worked? What hasn't? What are the lessons there? And how do I use that to plan properly and set some goals for the coming year? Now, the first question that I ask is, what's one word that I would use to describe how I feel about my business right now? Just one word. And this is actually a question when I was working with Dan Martell's SAS Academy, there was a sales pro over there actually came up with this as a question to ask in the discovery call with prospective clients to find out how they felt about their business. And I thought it was such a powerful question that I added it to my year in review because we would see people frequently look and they would take the question would take them by surprise a little bit. And the constraint of one word means you've got to filter things a little bit more carefully. And it also taps into something that we ignore a lot even though it has a huge impact on how we manage our business and the long-term success of our business. And that's our feelings. We talk about the strategy. We talk about the vision, the tactics. We don't talk as much about the feelings, but the thing is, if your business feels rewarding, the focus is going to be on maintaining or improving that because that's what makes the entrepreneurship sustainable. If the business is bringing you down, then you're on the road to being overwhelmed, you're on the road to burnout and the focus has got to be on changing that. So the first question that I ask to reflect on, to get started is one word that I would use to describe how I feel about my business right now. So stop and think, what is that for you? The second question is what were my biggest wins this year? Chances are throughout the year, you've forgotten a lot of the wins, big and small. 
that you have stacked up throughout the year, but you have worked way too hard to just let those wins be forgotten. There's a lot of what we do as entrepreneurs is based on our mindset. Going back to the last question, it's based on sometimes even feelings. And we've got to reflect on what were the wins? Like, what were the accomplishments? And I look to identify 20 substantial wins. It's an accomplishment. It's an achievement. It could be sales related. It could be operations related. It could be progress with the business related. But I'm looking to identify at least 20. And the process of doing it, well, it's fun. Like it's fun to think about the things that have gone right. And you will forget about a lot of them as the further you go back into the year. So getting those onto a list, like I said, it's part of it just feels good doing it. The other thing is it sets up the next question. When you get those, the primary, the big accomplishments, the big wins down. The third question is, what can I learn from those wins? There's a lot of focus on fail fast and learn from mistakes and we'll do that. We'll get there. But we can learn from wins too. Evaluate the wins that you put on that list. And chances are prior to that win, there was some decision or a chance that you took or a bet that you made. Something prior to that set that win up, unless it was just pure 100% dumb luck, in which case, all right, fine, like once in a while. The vast majority of the time, you're going to go in and you can reverse engineer some of the success and the wins that you've had. And so I'm looking at those wins and I'm saying, what were the decisions that preceded that? What were the bets that I made prior to that? What were the actions that I took that led up to that? And let's not leave success to chance and let's not just focus on learning from mistakes. Let's identify the stuff that worked for us and figure out how we can replicate that, how we can make that a little bit more repeatable. You know, the second question, what were my biggest wins? And then what can I learn from those wins? The fourth question, which is, which of my bets didn't pan out this year? Like business is like a poker game. Even when you're playing your hand the way that you should be playing your hand, it doesn't mean that you're going to win every single hand. There are like some losses just come with the territory. You're not going to win every hand. And if you aren't chalking up some losses along the way, like you're probably not trying hard enough. You're not probably not playing big enough. Okay. So there are going to be some losses. They're going to be bets that you made, decisions that you made that didn't pan out. All right. What can you learn from those? What could you reverse engineer on that side of it? And this is how we make sure that we learn, not just from the wins, but from the mistakes, which is the fifth part. What were the lessons I can learn from those losses? So on two, you're listing the wins. On three, it's what we learned from those wins. Four, it's which of the bets didn't pan out this year. And five is what were the lessons that I learned from that? It doesn't always mean that you don't repeat that thing. If it's like a poker game, if you play your hand the way that you're supposed to play your hands based on probability and it doesn't work out, that doesn't mean you change it the next time. Sometimes you're going to play your hand the same way. Sometimes it just doesn't work out. So really taking a look at that and identifying what you can learn, what lessons to take and whether there's any changes to take away from that. The sixth question that I use is what gave me energy and what made me feel alive this year? And what I'm looking at is both the professional and the personal side. All right, what were the activities that gave me energy, that made me feel alive? Was it working with a specific client? Was it doing a specific type of work with clients? Was it building a particular product? Was it a particular type of the way that I spent my time during a day or at certain times of the year? What were the things that really gave me energy? And then do the same for the personal stuff. Look at relationships that you have, the activities that you were doing, 
what were those things that contributed to your energy that made you feel alive? And what were the ones that didn't? Okay. And that's the next question. On the sixth question, what gave me energy and made me feel alive? We're making a, let's keep doing these things list. Seven is what drained my energy or made me feel trapped this year, right? You're going back to the same thing. Was it working with certain types of clients? Was it doing specific types of work? Was it a certain way that you allocated your time? Was it a certain way that you were some functions that you were doing in the business? What were those things that drained your energy or made you feel trapped? And then also same thing, personal side, what were their relationships? Were there friendships? Were there colleagues, acquaintances, clients? Well, that's not really personal, but on the personal side, the relationships, what were the things that weighed you down more than they contributed to your growth? And on this question, we're aiming for a stop doing these things list right? For the upcoming year. Then the eighth thing is what habits do I want to maintain? What habits do I want to create? And what habits do I want to ditch in the coming year? And you're aiming for at least one of each, perhaps more. The underlying this question is the fact that almost everything you do is habitual. The way, how you eat, how you sleep, how you work, how you relate to others, how you make decisions, like those are almost exclusively driven by habits. And we oftentimes don't even realize it. And it's why the quote, we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is an act, not a habit. And a lot of times, a lot of people attribute that to Aristotle. It's actually William Durant writing about the Stoics philosophy, but it's a really powerful quote because it reinforces the fact that we live our life by habits. And when you unpack what makes, what separates like the elite entrepreneurs from the average or even the failing entrepreneurs, you can look at it, you could say they have different habits. So what are the habits that served you well this year? Write those down. And these are things that we want to maintain. We want to make sure that we keep doing these things. Then what's the habit or the habits that you want to develop for the upcoming year? Make it aspirational. What is the habit or stack of habits that you want to develop for the upcoming year that are going to help take you to the next level? And then look back at this past year and say, what are the ones that I want to, that I want to kill from my, what are the habits that I want to eliminate from my lifestyle in the upcoming year and get specific. You don't want this list to be 50 long. Like this is aim for at least one of each, maybe two, but you want to make this something that you can focus on that you remember that's top of mind. So if you go too deep into this, it just gets a, it gets a little overwhelming. It gets too diluted habits that serve you well to maintain habits you want to develop and habits that you want to kill. Then the ninth question is, what are three things that if not accomplished by this time next year, it's the end of the year, you're doing your reflection, you're doing your planning one year from now, what are three things that if you have not accomplished it, you're going to feel really disappointed. Fast forward, picture yourself 12 months from now, you're doing this same exercise. You're sitting down, you're going through the same process again. What are three things that, you know, if you've not done these three things, 12 months from now, you're going to be pretty, you're going to be pissed at yourself. You're going to regret. You're going to feel like, God damn, another year has gone by and I have not done these things. What are those three things? And the purpose of this is to nail down the things that matter most. Like how do you avoid regret is one of the clear ways to understand what's most important to you. When we think about the world of urgent versus important, what are those really important underlying big rocks? This is going to help you look at that. How do you avoid regret of not doing these things? Then the 10th question is you ask yourself, all right, I've got these three things. What needs to happen 
to eliminate any chance or any possibility of me not accomplishing them. High performers aren't out there relying on randomness. They're not relying on luck to hit their goals. They start at the finish line and they work backwards. And the three things that you listed from the prior question are the primary goals, right? Now ask yourself, what needs to happen to make sure, absolutely be certain that you can achieve them? What steps need to be taken? What actions need to be taken? What needs to be done and back into to what needs to happen? You have dreamers and you have achievers. And the achievers are the ones that take that dream, break it down into a plan and start taking action on it. Now, these are the 10 questions I use. And each year I actually tweak it just a little bit based on what I've learned. Whether you use this framework or something else or one of your own, the really important thing is that you're taking the time to reflect. You're taking the time to use the, apply the, what you're learning in that reflection onto the future. Then when you sit down and you make a goal or make a resolution, now you've got some clarity around what that really means. And this is the process that I use to help support just a realistic resolution process. All right. I hope this helps. And I hope it helps you have the best upcoming year. And thank you again for tuning in. Adios. Thanks for joining us this week on Repeatable Revenue. Make sure to check out RayJGreen.com where you can subscribe to the podcast. And if you found value in the show, we'd really appreciate a rating on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this. Or you can simply tell a friend about the show. That helped us out too. And if you want to explore any of my other resources, like my email newsletter, my coaching program, any special events, you can find it all at RayJGreen.com. Thanks again.